Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. This episode is sponsored by Lyft, the Leadership Impact Forum. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast for information on how you can participate in this exciting program. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. This is Coach Kelly. And today we are continuing our theme about what it means to play a bigger game in life from a place of abundance and authenticity as a leader and the impact that it has on you, your relationships, your teams, your dreams, and your aspirations and your contributions. Today, we have an amazing guest here who I am really thrilled to introduce to you all. I'm a big fan of hers, big fan, big fan. And I know you guys are going to love her too. I have the honor of getting to work with her as a coach for her in her business. And also she is a recent graduate of our Lyft, the Leadership Impact Forum, where she truly committed to creating breakthroughs and contribution and moving forward in the results that she wants in her life. And she took giant leaps toward that. Amazing. She is a leader. She cares deeply. She is brilliant. And I am thrilled to have her on the podcast today. So without further ado, let me please introduce you to Rebecca Gramella. She is the founder of Right and Good Consulting, an agency that's focused on strategic communications for the ethical organization. Rebecca is a communications activist supporting justice, equity, and sustainability through access to excellent public participation strategies for women, queer, and or BIPOC founders and nonprofits. She is amazing. Little side note, Rebecca, also with this podcast, I want to just shout her out. I know I shouted her out in the beginning. This podcast, Rebecca was such an amazing coach for me in assisting me to launch with a strategy. She's excellent with those. So I just have to give her some more shout outs on that. Um, because honestly, without Rebecca, this podcast probably wouldn't be happening. So Rebecca, welcome to the podcast today. How are you doing? Hi, Kelly. I am doing well. I'm excited to be here today. Yes, I am so excited. I've been wanting her to come on and she said yes. And so here we go. Here we go. So Rebecca, I'm going to dive right in. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, cool. 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 When you think of the word leadership, we're exploring that this month. When you think of the word leadership, what does that mean to you? You know, I think that when I think of leaders, I think of people who are really inspiring and are to me at least really motivating when you think 
of uh, the act of leading, um, committing leadership per se, you know, I think the most successful ones are able to not just uh, move the ball down the court, but really bring everyone along with them on the team. And I know there's a lot of different interpretations for, for guiding groups of people, but the most valuable leaders are really just deeply passionate and committed to their work. And, and I think because of that are able to inspire others to, to care as deeply as they do. Mm, I love that. I love that. And it's not like they're making them it's through their actions. Like with what you said, their act of leadership, it's inspiring others to care and move forward too. I love that. I mean, I think that when someone is just so committed and passionate to the things that they find important and valuable, it's as, as someone following a leader, it's almost like a, like a trend or it creates this mystery. Like, what is this thing happening over here? Why is there so much excitement happening with this person? Like just the cool factor of it. Like, I want to know what's going on and, and be involved. And it creates like a self-motivation that really just lifts other people up and, and encourages them to, to move forward as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that so much. It's I, the thing that I, that I'm so passionate about is a new paradigm of leadership and, and moving away from that hierarchical leadership. And you're mm. going to do this because I'm the leader. Nah, doesn't work that way. So what I hear you talking about is I may not even know <laughs> why I'm going down the road <laughs> with this person, but I know there's passion. I know there's excitement and I know there's an impact. So let's go. Right. Yeah. 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 Thinking of where influence is, you're right. You're following that intuition without maybe even realizing it, but mm-hmm. they've got something magnetic about them that you've, you've decided to buy into and latch onto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I am curious what brought you to lift and did your view of leadership shift at all as a result of participating? in the program. Sure. So I was fortunate enough to be able to be in your first lift class earlier Mm -hmm. this year. Um, since we worked together was automatically just excited about being a part of the program. I'm also really, I think, driven by learning from other people's experiences and their work, um, whether it's professional or personal. And so, um, was definitely opted into participating, you know, I, I knew my skills would change through the program. I would like learn new information, but I don't think I entered expecting my views of leadership to shift and they definitely did. I realized that I maybe unintentionally categorized leaders and leadership as maybe professional roles Mm -hmm. or, you know, who's the president of the organization, who's the manager of this, who's the counselor of of this committee um like title oriented i think i realized more than than anything and um i did not realize that was my unconscious bias about leadership until going through this program and you know i think if we all sat down and thought about it um you could argue that any person is a leader at any time mm-hmm. uh but when are you uh, maybe paying too much attention to the the head honchos who may actually be terrible leaders again who's creating influence without having to do that much work you're you're naturally drawn to their their motivation and energy so i would say that's my biggest shift when i mm-hmm. think of how i thought of leadership prior to lift is is learning that you can really just lead from any seat in the room 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's one of the biggest things that I run into when I'm talking to people about leadership is that when, when we talk about lift, I hear it all the time. No, 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 no. That leadership is for someone else. It's not me Mm. because it's put into that role, right? Like it's a role. And, and one of the reasons that, that I'm really passionate about lift is that it, it helps people to see it's beyond the role. And it's true. We do lead from any chair. If we think about the art of possibility, right? We Mm -hmm. lead from any chair and everybody's contribution makes the difference. And it's not necessarily a role. It's who we are. Right. And And I think that, that, so I get excited when I hear like with what you just said that, yeah, actually it did shift a little bit that I'm actually a leader and it's about who am I authentically as a leader and where am I creating an impact? Yeah, absolutely. And also I think, you know, being excited about leaning into that versus viewing it as a task that you're taking on or Mm -hmm. like you said, a role that you're having to commit to, you might already be leaning. And that's why people are looking to you or expecting you to continue the conversation because you're already naturally doing so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that was a really cool thing to learn about. That's awesome. That, that made my day <laughs> that is on, that is, that's literally part of the outcomes of, of lift. So that, that I'm, I'm really happy that it landed. So what was the impact lift had on you personally and professionally? I think that the impact lift had was really actually helping me realize that your personal and professional life maybe shouldn't be so compartmentalized uh, Mm. from each other. Mm -hmm. I have always been really committed to work and being successful and, and helping drive results. And I noted that emotionally, it felt a lot easier to kind of separate those areas of my life. But that through these conversations was revealed to be the thing that maybe was holding me back a little bit as well. Being afraid to feel vulnerable about areas that I was improving, being afraid to, I think, take into account a lot of personal things that I had going on myself and my family, and that might affect the season that I'm in, in my work life as well. And I think that that was a huge impact from Lyft of just being required to check in and ground myself through our conversations, especially our weekly breakout conversations with our cohort. You know, it was an opportunity to check in and have people continue and understand your growth cycle and help hold you accountable and ask questions, which felt like accountability, even if it was coming from a very (laughs) kind hearted place, but really some gentle boundaries and love from, from that group. And that was really probably the most valuable to me is, is understanding that those are connected and that I could use that to really elevate my leadership skills when I lead a team or lead a group. Absolutely. Yeah. And we do tend to do that. Don't we, we think that, Oh, my personal life is over here. My professional life is over here. And by the way, I'm different in each of those. And I'm like, mm, are you, yeah. <laughs> are you, are we sure about that? Cause we, we think we are, but we're really not. So I love, I love that that opened up for you that you got to see where it works together and diving into that level of vulnerability. Vulnerability is, you know, so many times we're afraid to lean into vulnerability because society has taught us that then we must be weak right? If we're being Mm -hmm. vulnerable, we must be weak. And yet vulnerability is the key to being able to be 
empathetic, to have compassion, right? It's the key to being transparent, quite frankly. And I think some of the most influential leaders have that ability to lean into their vulnerability, right? And when we're being vulnerable, that growth that begins to happen from there, right? We can stretch outside our comfort zone. And my, one of my favorite parts too, was the weekly group coaching in the cohorts and how everybody would be so dialed in with each other and making sure that everybody wins. Everybody finishes the, the, the crosses the finish line, so to speak. I love that. Yeah. They were some very powerful coaching sessions for sure. For sure. And if you think about the relationship there, you have to be so, like you said, on and authentic in those group conversations, because it's a smaller number of people. You, you have kind of like the external obligation of participating, but then you're so quickly involved with every person's story and helping them process whatever it is that they're working on, whether it's a growth thing or addressing maybe a concern or problem that they have. And just realizing, you know, that authenticity is what made those conversations so valuable and how if you can bring that to your work and the conversations you're having, you know, whether it be with your clients or about your work, you know, that kind of clear space for you as a leader, but then also helps people more realistically connect with you and feel like they're, they're not being misled and that they're really just getting the real picture of what expectations it is or to have when they work with you. Yes. Boom. Just like that. Everything you just said. Yes. Yes. That's the power of a group. And that's a power of a group of committed human beings, you know, the committed human beings willing to be a contribution and being contributed to. So that impact is created. And I think you just said that so beautifully, so beautifully. I love that. Speaking of impact, what is the message and or impact that you want in the world? And I always say this, the one that's unique to you, because we're one person making a contribution. So what is yours? What's your impact that you want to see in the world? I think that I will feel really personally rewarded if I can create community trust as my personal impact. I feel like the how has evolved over my career and my personal life, but the the ongoing trend is just that, you know, I work in communications and that's also really central to all of all of Lyft and, and all of these other group coaching programs. And, and at the end of the day, we're trying to build a solid relationship between either two people or two groups of people so that, you know, no matter what it is you're discussing, there's enough trust between you that you at least can respect each other and create some common ground. And that that'll create whatever change you're working on, whether it's, you know, an accounting report or something really noble and not that accounting's not noble, but something maybe more uh, stereotypically noble, like some of the causes that the nonprofits I work with focus on. And, you know, it's, this question is so funny because this was a really difficult question to answer at the beginning of Lyft. I feel like my purpose statement, which uh, was something that we focused on as an outcome of the program, had about five bullet points beneath it and conditions and factors. And just, you know, going through the program and then iterating on it since then, thinking about how you can boil that down, it, it sticks with you a little bit more and it helps you focus on what you want your outcome to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
I love that. What did you learn about yourself? I know this was one of your favorites. What did you learn about yourself stretching beyond your comfort zone? We got to do that every week. You all. Oh Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, we continue to do it. We don't stop. Right. I mean, it's, it, you are our emotional trainer, right? Or <laughs> it's like going to the mental gym every week, which you may or may not feel motivated for, depending on where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of stretching around just sharing what it is that you're concerned about. Not so much the sharing part. I know some people might hear that and, you know, feel that that's a little too uh, lovey-dovey or they may be really excited about that, but it's not the sharing that was hard. It was committing to having an answer about how you were doing. You couldn't just ignore it. You had to you focus on whether it was a great week or you'd had a hard week and you had to kind of commit to acknowledging the state that you were in and commit to understanding whether you'd grown and followed your commitments you'd made over the past week or whether you hadn't. And Mm -hmm. to me, just that accountability um, was a huge stretch because I so respected all the people that I was able to be paired with and wanted to, you know, commit to what I had a had said I would work on uh, before we met again. So that was a huge stretch. It was like going back to school and having homework every week, but <laughs> totally necessary homework. And, you know, I think I really have created a lot of habits since then. My small group we used to do it weekly. Now it's every few weeks. We'll still check in once a week and kind of just say, Hey, I'm trying to work through this. Um, let me circle back in a few weeks and, and, you know, follow up to see if I've committed to something and just having that external uh, resource to tap into after the immersion weekend was really, really great. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Like the whole purpose of stretching week to week is to grow. And I just don't think that, you know, I think that's why we're here so many times. I mean, listen, we all have a comfort zone and we all love our comfort zone because it's comfortable, right? Yeah. And in order to generate different results more consistently that we actually want in our life means we got to get out of the comfort zone and it is vulnerable. And there is a, well, there is accountability. If you want it in this particular program, we we are locked and loaded with accountability. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're locked Mm -hmm. and loaded. And guess what? We're always going to have homework. We always have homework. If we think about that, we're always, whether it's in your job or you're a leader in your family, there's always something that you're working towards. And we often give ourselves homework and I think we forget about it, Mm -hmm. but in this container, you know, it was just, oh yeah. So we've got homework this week. Um, that was purposeful. That was purposeful and was, was designed to move you forward. And I think you're so right. I think that, you know, the pillars of of the comfort zone and accountability assisted everyone, including myself to create some new habits that shifted what we wanted in our life. And I thought that that, I think that's just one of the secret gems of all right. Well, and it seems so obvious when you say it, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to set a goal. I'll finish it by the following Monday. It'll be great, but there is something to be said about being accountable to others versus your own timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I feel like half the time we may not have quote formally completed homework, but we learn something just as valuable or different about why that didn't happen in the yep. process. And so that was just as revealing as anything. Mm-hmm. And um, I forget the exact wording of the phrase, but right. You're not going to get 
different results unless you've tried something differently. And I mm-hmm. was quite honestly a little cranky at the immersion weekend because I just <laughs> was like, oh, I've, you know, like, yes, I know I'm hearing things that I think I know, but yeah, that I, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it really took some, you know, resetting a day or so of letting that first weekend sit in and say, wow, I had so much resistance because Mm -hmm. this is requiring me to be more vulnerable, which we keep saying, but to just do something differently than I have before. And, and that did not come as something that I, I was pleased by. Oh, (laughs) You know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I always say the bigger, the resistance, the bigger, the breakthroughs. I really do. I really do. And it's, it's, you know, there, there, that is not uncommon to have resistance because it's like, and then all of a sudden more gets revealed and you're like, Oh, okay, we're doing this. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're doing this. Right. And then, you know, we might be cranky. We might be excited. We might have a mixture of both, you know, but it's true. If we want something different in our life, then we get to examine it both ways. It's not always going to be, you know, rainbows and unicorns. Sometimes we're going to get muddy. We're going to get messy. We're not going to love the result. We're not even going to like the result. In fact, we're going to strongly dislike the result, but what are we learning? Mm -hmm. And what are we learning about ourselves? What are we learning (laughs) about our habits? What are we learning about our patterns? You know, what's working? What's not working? I'm curious. How much curiosity did we talk? (laughs) Like we were so right. It's driven. Yeah. Well, and you're so right. I mean, that's why I like working with a coach to begin with, but also I, why I signed up for the program, because it's like taking your vitamins, like you may not love it at first, but you know, it's good for you. And, uh, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed everything, but, but definitely also acknowledge that. Yeah. That emotional resistance was there at the beginning. And I think that was also just a big breakthrough. I, I didn't quite mention earlier of, getting to the other side of of what was kind of holding me back there. Mm -hmm. I love that metaphor. I'm going to, we're going to have to do something with that. It's like taking your vitamins. Maybe we can get like some (laughs) lift vitamins, lift supplements or a supplement container. I probably don't want to start passing out supplements, but, (laughs) but what a great metaphor that is. It's like, okay, I'm doing this. I know it's good for me. I may not like it initially. And oh my gosh, I got to remember to do the thing. Right. So that I get to, to, have and be and all the things be and have. Right. And that was the other thing, really looking at who am I being, not just what I'm doing, not just what I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. and that's different for people. We don't, we don't stop. Like we always are looking at what are we doing every single day versus who am I being and what's required for me to be on my A game. Yeah. Hence the vitamins. <laughs> so mm-hmm. good. I love that metaphor. Mm-hmm. So Rebecca, I'm curious. This is one of my favorite questions. Rebecca knows this. This is not going to at all be a surprise to her that I'm going to ask her this question. What's next for you? That's evolving. Uh, I think that, you know, after the program, I really enrolled in the program because I knew that I was at a kind of pivotal time in my business for things to change. And since doing this brain program, some of those things are starting to come into fruition. Um, I've looked at a few different opportunities, but um, hope to really elevate a few things in my business, offer some new programs and packaging. I'm also partnering uh, with a lovely human to bring a community offering to the table for certain businesses. So hopefully that's something 
uh, we can talk about and share later, but more than anything, reigniting the purpose that I have and owning my own business and realizing that your business is meant to be malleable and change with you. And we're going to shake some things up and, and share some new offerings with everyone. Oh, ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I will definitely bring you back because I mean, I, I, I know what you're working on. <laughs> I know, I know what's brewing and coming. And so I think it'll be really fun to bring you back and, and talk about those talk yeah. about what's next. Absolutely. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. And it, it literally was so much fun, you know, watching the evolution through lift. And I loved uh, the nuggets that you shared. It was just so so brilliant. So brilliant. You guys, we're going to be right back after this important message. Are you looking to grow your leadership skills? Are you ready to take the lead in your life personally and professionally? Are you someone who feels called to do something bigger than yourself? If you're ready to lift yourself to the next level, to meet the authentic leader that you are and create an impact in your life and the lives of others, then Lift the Leadership Impact Forum is for you. This multi-week training program, led by Coach Kelly, will teach you the 10 leadership principles that will help you become more productive and fulfilled in your personal and professional life. The LIFT program includes weekly group coaching sessions designed for you to reach the outcomes you want. This is your opportunity to work with an intimate cohort of like-minded people as Coach Kelly guides you towards creating the change that will unleash your full potential. If you're looking to create an incredible impact and have a positive effect on others, then sign up now for LIFT, the Leadership Impact Forum. For more details and how to register, go to kellyjmobeck.com and get started right away. Leaders don't wait, they create. All right, you guys, you are going to want to stay connected with Rebecca. She always has so much to offer. I follow her on the Instagram. I love following her stories and she provides so much value and things to get you thinking, which is one of the reasons I adore her. I adore her. So you're going to want to stay connected. I will make sure that in the show notes and on, on the website, you will have all of Rebecca's information. And I highly encourage you to stay connected and see what she, see what's coming, see what she's up to. Cause it's really, really good. And Rebecca and I are really excited to invite you to step into lift and create amazing possibilities and impact in your life. It is different for everyone. And I'm sure you're hearing that through some of the lift graduates that have been here. I am so grateful, Rebecca, that you came here today, that you got to share what opened up for you, what's possible, your perception of what leadership is. And I want to really acknowledge you for all that you're creating both personally and professionally, so many breakthroughs and your contribution to others is such an impact and so important. So I want to just thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today and congratulate you on all that you're creating in your life. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. You guys, this is the year there is no other year. No, there's so many years, but this is the year to trust your natural knowing and getting to know your authentic self literally can take some time. You don't have to do it all in one day. We are not behind in our life's work ever. Remember, we get to trust that more will be revealed. 
always. So give yourself that permission to take a pause, be kind to yourself, lean into your champion and trust your purpose and that you are contributing to something bigger than yourself because then you really are living the best version of you. And I want to thank you all for continuing to listen and continuing to be fans of let's be honest before we start pretending. I trust that there is great value for you as you move through your day and take the lead in your life. You guys know, I would love to hear from you. If there's any topic you want to address, let me know. Let's stay connected. You can find me at kellyjmobic.com. And remember, that's where you're also going to find all the information to stay connected with Rebecca as well. Lift is open. Who is coming? Who's next? Who's signing up next? You all are welcome. It is a virtual program. So literally you could be anywhere in the world. How cool is that? A global lift program. I think I said, I don't know if I said this, I'm on Instagram at Kelly Mobeck. And be sure to join our new Facebook group, which is the Impact Growth Community. If you want to continue that impact and creating a contribution in your life and the lives of others. All right, have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. We'll talk with you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening and here's to you taking the lead in your life.